0: Welcome to Disputes Digest. Today is November 11th, 2020. I'm Chris Campbell. Remember to follow Disputes Digest on LinkedIn and to leave us a review or to share the show with a friend or colleague if you are enjoying these weekly dives into the world of international dispute resolution. We start today with the news. On November 9th, the global third party funding and international arbitration report was released. The report offers a comprehensive analysis of different aspects of the TPF industry and gives more focus on the adoption of new technologies and recent trends in the field. The report divides the TPF market into subsegments to provide insights to newcomers and established professionals alike. Some of the questions and topics include forecasting the market size growth rate through 2028, two, what are the key factors for driving market development? three, what are the leading vendors in the global market, and four, what are the fastest growing jurisdictions in third-party funding. The entire report is available on the ReportConsultant.com. Last week on November 6th, Bloomberg Law reports that DoorDash Inc. won its bid to enforce individual arbitration agreements against some 4,000 takeout delivery drivers who claim they were deprived of minimum wages because they are misclassified as independent contractors rather than employees. This development occurs against the backdrop of how to qualify gig economy workers. This is especially pertinent as during last week's election in California, voters passed Proposition 22, which permits tech companies like DoorDash, Uber and the like to classify users as independent contractors, thus potentially setting the stage for similar decisions across the United States. Released last week, a recent Mediate.com article titled Top 10 Tips for Property Disputes Surveys Advice for Navigating the Intricacies of Mediation in the World of Property. The article considers current market impacts as well as forecasting forthcoming market adjustments. The article in full is available at Mediate.com and in the show notes. News from over the weekend from India. A Kishore Bayani-led company, Future Limited, approached the Delhi High Court seeking relief from the Singapore International Arbitration Center, (SIAC), namely to dismiss the state order preventing Future's sale of its retail business to Reliance. The state order was requested by minority investor Amazon and set up a contested battle in arbitration between the two corporate giants. This is a developing story with more to come. The University of Cologne in Germany and the Institute for Banking Law and the Center for Transnational Law, Central, have just completed a joint research project focused on the potential benefits of arbitration, specifically for international banking and finance matters. The project has culminated in the creation of a website, arbitrationandfinance.com, which provides information relevant for legal practice, including a nutshell study on arbitration in banking and finance, sample and model clauses, compilations of selected arbitral precedents, a list of specified arbitral institutions, and a comprehensive bibliography. The site's full name is arbitrationfinance.com. Then, from November 3rd to November 6th, the third negotiation round on the modernization of the Energy Charter Treaty (ECT) was held by video conference. The topics covered during the negotiation were previously agreed to and included subjects like pre-investment, REIO, obsolete provisions, and remaining topics from previous negotiation rounds. In addition to these topics, the group discussed reporting to the Energy Charter Conference, which is set to occur on December 16th and 17th under the Chairman of Azerbaijan. Full details on the conference are available in the show notes. Finally, an affirming decision out of the Victorian Supreme Court in Australia in the matter of Full Joy Foods versus Australian Dairy Park. The Court made several key findings. First, that an arbitrator is not precluded from addressing an issue not raised by the parties, but the parties must be given an opportunity to address said issue. Two, where an issue is an obvious or reasonably foreseeable issue, the arbitrator is entitled to proceed on the understanding that the parties will be able to address the issue and make decisions to which items to focus on or not. And three, the notion that a party is entitled to a reasonable opportunity to present its case under Australian law does not mean ensuring that the party takes the best advantage or opportunities to it. Minister Ellison, an international legal and consulting practice is seeking a commercial litigation associate to join its Adelaide, Australia office. The ideal candidate should have three plus years experience in general commercial litigation in a private practice setting, along with strong drafting and technical skills. Applicants can apply on the firm's website. Also, the Laliv law firm out of Switzerland is hiring for several positions across its Zurich, Geneva and London offices, all at the associate level and all with the firm's international arbitration group. Two of its recent postings require Swiss qualification and experience with Swiss law. All of the postings are available along with further details on the firm's website. The law firm Kennedy's is hiring an associate for its Tel Aviv offices to work on energy finance, contractor and construction, product liability, life sciences, and similar matters. Candidates may be newly qualified, but would ideally have an interest or some experience in insurance litigation and shall be able to work in a team environment. The firm also notes that it is hiring a senior associate for its Singapore office. Information on both opportunities are available on the Kennedy's website. The firm, Hugh King Kuhn Lua Wodzdeck, is seeking an intern to be placed in its litigation and arbitration teams based in its Dusseldorf office. The ideal candidate should be native English speakers and already accomplished an academic career or degree in law and have some experience already serving as counsel. Interested candidates are invited to make contact with the firm's HR department. Link to the firm's website is available in the show notes. Finally, we're on to events and webinars. Starting on November 18th and ending on the 20th, the Chartered Institute of Arbitrators Kenya hosts its international conference titled ADR in an Evolving Landscape. The event will feature speakers and topics from around the region as well as focus on upcoming topics for the international arbitration community. More information is available on the African Arbitration Association website. Then, on November 10, join ICDR Young and International Y and I for two panel discussions on the issues of joinder and virtual hearing, topics that are the subject of this year's V-Smoot problem. Panels will discuss the authority of arbitral tribunals to order the joinder of additional parties and to proceed with a virtual hearing when not all parties are in agreement, when the authority should be exercised and the logistics and procedural mechanisms that should be employed. Speakers include Christopher Boog, Sherlyn Tung, Louis Kimmelin, James Hosking, Fatima Balqui, and Rodrigo de Oliveira Franco. Moderators shall be Patricia Shaughnessy and Greta Walters. Then on November 11th, the ICC Young Arbitrators Forum hosts an event titled Tips for the First-Time Arbitration Advocate. Welcome remarks will be given by Natalie Milson and Naomi Biercliffe. Then we have another signature event. Beginning on November 16th and going to November 20th, New York Arbitration Week kicks off with a number of events for practitioners of all experience levels and in all types of roles from in-house counsel to private practice, academics, and more. There is still time to register via donation to one justice-based organization or charity of your choice. More information is available on the New York Arbitration Week website. Finally for this week, on November 17th, Le Café des Arbitres LCDA host an event titled Back to Basics Make Arbitration Flexible Again. The event will consist of two panels. The first is titled Is Arbitration Adaptable and Flexible Enough? And the second is titled Do We Need More Rules? And if so, what type of rules? The moderators will be Lucas Mastelis, Anna Masser, and the speakers will be Remy Gerbet, Maria Hauser, Carl Hennessy, Jennifer Kirby, Alexi Moore, and Annette Van Hooft. More information is available in the show notes. That's all for this week. Remember to follow Disputes Digest on LinkedIn and leave a review or share with a friend or colleague. Any comments or feedback for the show can be sent to Tales of the Tribunal at gmail.com. Until next week, this has been Disputes Digest by Tales of the Tribunal.